0: All right lads, welcome back to me podcast. Mick Thomas here and another episode. I want to thank you all for tuning in so far, and we are now officially on Apple, Apple Podcast. So if you want to just give me a, a quick subscribe there, even a review, good or bad, whatever you like, none of us are perfect, right? There's always room for improvement. So if you have any comments you want to send them out to me on Mick Thomas Comedy on Instagram, I am, that's where I'll uh, I'll answer any messages or 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 what not from there. So um, yeah, I just just to keep you back up. Oh, the podcast name by the way is Cheaper Than Therapy, and the reason why I call it that is because I have a problem with everything really. I mean, it's not just me, right? And it's uh, so I'm kind of using this podcast to get a lot of stuff off my chest and. Uh, Again, I'm trying to do it. Everything I say here, guys, is all in good intent, right? It's all in good intent, good intent. So, uh, but I'm just back from Vermont, beautiful Vermont, right? Everywhere you go, you see beautiful Vermont and it's it's now the fall or autumn, as the rest of the world says. And uh, Vermont is absolutely beautiful. It's breathtaking. But Jesus Christ, Vermont, what the fuck is wrong with your people up there? Like, I, I went up there and I had, you know, I I shows to do. And uh, they went fantastic. They were fine. They were great. People were nice. The people that came out. But what's going on with, uh, with the regular people in the towns? Holy shit. I've never met a group of people that are so so rude like so so rude like just angry man angry and 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 there's a lot there's a there's a lot of overweight people in vermont right which i wasn't expecting i figured all the all the hiking and everything and the hunting you guys do i thought you would have walked off some of it right but uh I thought I was being a dick when I said so that to a friend of mine. And a lot of people say I give overweight people a hard time. I don't, I don't, I don't. That's not my intent is to uh, to hurt anyone's feelings. But, uh, like, like I have a friend, Anthony DiDomenico. He has the WW Bro Podcast. You should check it out. If you're at a stage in your life where you're looking to lose weight, give him a, give him a check, you know, give him a check out. He's, he's lost himself 186 pounds and I've known him since before that and, uh, you know, I, I, the guy works hard for it, and and that's that's the type of thing I'm attracted to, right? That that work ethic, hard work. So I, if I come across mean to overweight people, don't don't take it personal. But uh, yeah, I I and I thought Long Island people had like had were rude, and uh, New York City people were rude. But holy, I I think Vermont is where New York sent all its. Uh, it's ugly overweight people. <laughs> uh, I'm joking Vermont Relax, I'm joking. But uh, yeah, man, eight o'clock in the morning because I, I'm a morning person. I don't I don't sit around. I don't do you know. I'm not. I don't sleep in late. I don't wait. I feel like I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste the day. So I get up and I go down the street to get some breakfast from my hotel. And I got the finger twice by the time I had made it down two miles down the road because I don't understand the laws of Vermont or a lot of states, right? you That right on red rule you know that rule? You can make a right turn on red I know you can't do it in Ireland you can't do it in England I think you can do it anywhere in Europe when you hit a red light a red light is a red light you gotta stop, don't you? But over here in the good old U.S. of A., there's certain states that allows you to make that right turn. So I'm at I'm at a light, and like, I, all right, do I go? Like, I'm not getting a ticket in Vermont from a Vermont cop, right? So I'm like, I'm just gonna let me just sit at the light here for a second. So, listen, I've had people like, you know, the light where they look might be looking at their cell phone, and I'm I'm right behind the car, or you're right behind the car at the red light. So you just give it a little beep, just a beep, and it doesn't mean anything malicious. It means, all right, mate. I don't know if you saw it there, but uh, the light's green, carry on. Yeah, 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 no problem. No problem. You go ahead. But this wasn't one of them. One of the, I, I sat at the light and the light, I was there maybe three seconds. And all I heard was, honk. So I look at my rearview mirror, and go, holy shit. Tiny old lady, tiny old lady, right? The hand gestures were flying. The middle finger was going up like she was saluting me. And I thought, holy shit. Like, I can't get out and say it. I'm not going to get out and attack an old woman. But I've done that before. I've got out of the car and I go, you know, you all right? there got a problem? You know, let's relax. Do you want to talk about it? But Vermont, you guys, you're an open carry state, ain't you? So I could get out of the car at any minute. You could pull out a fucking piece, shoot a hole in my chest, right? I'm going to die on the floor, leave two orphan children back on Long Island, and what are you going to say to the cop, what are you going to say to the cop, oh he ran at me officer, he ran at me, like a like a slim in shape lunatic, I'd never seen someone like that before, I didn't know what it was, I thought it was a baby with a beard, just ran at me, and you're going to fucking blow a hole in my chest, and now what's going to happen, where do I go, right. I go to the morgue and the cop goes, all right, that, that that seems like that could happen. That seems like that could happen. So then I go to the movies, right? I'm like, "I ah, fucking this town, man. Holy shit, this town is really getting to me. So then I go to the movies. I go watch Rambo. Rambo, Last Blood, right? Ah, Jesus, what am I dropping? I go watch Rambo, Last Blood. And uh, fucking fantastic movie, right? It has everything. It's all about it's, it's everything John J. Rambo is about, right? And the weird thing is about like on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 22%, I think. 22%. Like, I don't understand whose review. Like, did you just watch this, like, as the first Rambo movie? You've never seen a Rambo movie and go, like I don't understand it. Uh, I don't understand why he had to re- reach into the guy's shoulder and snap his collarbone with his thumb while he's getting information from him. That's what John J. Rambo does. So it's typical Rambo, right, which is fucking awesome. And it's got, when he's going on his killing spree, spoiler alert, he kills people. Uh, they're playing my favorite door song, Five to One, right? You know that song? Five to one, baby, one and five. Loved it. Loved it. But I come out of the movie theater. Old school movie theater, by the way, which I like it. I like the the lazy boys now, don't get me wrong, I've, I'm custom. I've been here too long now, To the, the recliners, they've been here, what, five years, less? And I, when I first saw them, I was like, ah, oh, come on, lazy, lazy. And now the movie theaters now, right, you can order, like you press a button and a waiter comes to your desk now, or to your chair, have you seen that shit? Have you seen that? Have you ever been to a comedy club before, Right? I'm hoping you have if you're listening to this podcast because that's where you've seen me. Do you ever go to a comedy club and then the, the people don't know how to order food? It's never like, hi, oh, yeah, can I uh, just get another Bud Light and then he'll have a, and, and, and she wants it, can you just get one of those? And the waitress will go, yeah, sure, no problem, yeah, yeah, no problem, we'll get those nachos, whatever, right? Go to a comedy club sometimes, you'll just hear like, he wants a Bud Light! Get it for him! Just, and I, I'm trying to do a joke, tell a joke, tell a story, and that's all you fucking hear in your ear. So now that they've moved these into a movie theater, right, you're trying to watch it, you're engrossed in the movie, and then all of, a, all of a sudden with these lazy these lazy recliners now, right? It's just like, the movie's on, the waitress is crouched down next to you to the guy next, like right next to you. Like, uh, what do you think of a cheeseburger? Yeah, get him a uh, cheeseburger. Jeez, you want some fries? You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get extra fries. You want nachos? No, you don't want nachos. What kind? Of, you have popcorn? No butter on the... Po-. Like... I'm trying to fucking, but anyway, my point was that this movie theater didn't have any of that. It just had a, it was an old school, fold down chair. Uh, Large popcorn was not a fucking huge bin, like a bucket. It was just like a normal, nice size, a nice size uh, popcorn. I went in, I put the seat down. There was four people in there. Four people in there. Nobody was talking. I loved it. I loved it. I came out, Crackhead city. Holy shit. Like, is this the small town in America now? Is this what people are talking about when you go to a small town? They're, they're like, oh, adorable small towns. Fucking, I was down, went back to my car in the parking lot and it was just people kind of like scratching their neck with the, the, the like, oh my, like just crackheads everywhere. I don't know, man. I don't know, Vermont, I don't know what. But here, like, wh- what happened to the, what happened to the apple picking, right? You know, you see the commercials for the apple picking, the sign up for the apple picking, like, hey, come on up, stay in a B&B and go pick apples. First of all, that's bullshit, right? I never, I would never fucking do that. I would never do that. The picking apple stuff, not doing it. Picking str- picking, picking, pumpkins, any of that stuff. Don't want to do it. Because you know why? Because any, ask anyone, Google this, by the way, right? Get onto your Google if you're there. And Google best strawberries in the world. It'll tell you Wexford. Wexford, Ireland, my hometown. It's famous. Famous for its strawberries. Should be famous for a lot of things. Open and seen and save a private Ryan. All that gun violence, all that. The beach in Normandy, my hometown. I live over that hill. Should be famous for Owen Colfer, right? The guy who wrote Artemis Fell. Movies coming out this November. Should be famous for Mick Thomas. <laughs> it's not. Right? It's famous for strawberries. Throughout Europe, they will tell you the best strawberries in the world are from Wexford. We were kids. And it was about five in the morning, you'd be woken up by your mother. And you'd be marched down to a supermarket, which was maybe a mile away. And You walk down half asleep and you get there and you look around. And you're like, wait, there's my friend Ian. What the fuck? Hey, man, what are you doing over here? I don't know. There's my friend Joe. What are you doing here? I don't know. Why Why are Ian and Joseph here? I don't know. Right? And then what happens? A bus pulls up. A 52-seater bus. And we all get thrown. All these children. Not kids. Like little children. We get picked up. Put on a bus. The bus is driven 10 to 15 miles out into the countryside we're let off and we're told to pick strawberries all day long for one pound, one Irish pound. This is before the euro, before the euro. So one Irish pound is probably about now, maybe, maybe $5, maybe, maybe $5. And we spent the whole fucking day. And then we realized that they weighed your bucket. So however much you got, right? However, how much you got, they of it. That's what they paid you in. So they weighed your bucket up and then all of a sudden they there's 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 fifty pence piece there's a twenty five there's a twenty pence piece there was no twenty five pence pieces right so you would get that so then the afternoon me and Ian were moved over to black currants right black currants so here's what happened with black currants: the bucket is is bigger it's it's wider but it's it's not as deep I mean and Ian went like we're we're like we're like maybe nine eight nine and Ian was like Fuck this, let's just put rocks in it. So we put one big rock in it. We worked on it, we said we'd split the money. That was our that was our plan. So all of a sudden they come in they don't weigh the they don't weigh the black currants. Right? They don't weigh black currants, we didn't know that. They pour them out. And all you hear is Thump <laughs> Big fucking rock. So we get, the farmer comes over, gets pissed off, makes us walk home. 10 to 15 miles in the country we're walking. Seven or eight years old, maybe nine, walking down a fucking country road and the bus picks you up after you've been walking for maybe like three hours. So the bus passes you by and the bus goes, all right, there they are. Let's fucking get these two assholes the two free seats there. So then I moved to America and everyone's like, oh, you got to pick pumpkins. You got to pick apples. We're going to pick, I'm not picking shit. I took my kids once in the 12 years i'm not doing it i'm not fucking picking shit not, and i and thing, i'm not paying you i'm not paying you fifty dollars for a family to go out into your fucking field watch kids just hurl apples at each other right with an apple you fucking touch your sister again i'll drown you fucking throwing apples at each other i've given you fifty dollars for that shit to come home with eleven dollars worth of apples i could have just fucking my kids don't even eat apples they don't even eat apples. Oh, it's the experience. It's not the experience. But I digress. But I thought Vermont was advertised like that—all nicey pies, right? All, all nice. Wasn't. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm really fucking pissed with Vermont, right? I'm really, really upset. So I don't, I had another day to go, right, so I said, you know what I'll do, I'll go, I'll go, there's a mountain there, mount, I can't remember uh, the name of it, it's a Native American name, Wantaga. Wont- it's, a, it's a long Native American name. Which I don't even think the Native Americans called it that either, like, cause it, you know what I mean, it, whatever, there's no way they called it that name because it was just too long. So I put in the coordinates that somebody gave me to go to the to the start of the the start of the the hike, and I like working out when I go on the road. I like getting outside, seeing a bit of, uh, seeing the scenery, seeing the towns. I'm not a hotel guy, like I explained to you. So I get up, and I go to, uh, I drive down to the trail, and I get I go all right, all right, walk in, and now I'm in paradise, right? Oh, I'm in paradise, guys, lads, walking up. Steep hills, like just, in, but it's all enclosed. The whole trail is enclosed. There's no open parts of it. So I'm walking through this this heavenly forest and all these beautiful woodlands, and, and, and then there's fucking, like, there's rabbits and chipmunks. And, and again, I have pictures up on my Instagram, and, and I'm going through, and then I, I, I was worried, like, dude, are, I think there, aren't, aren't there bears up here? Like, someone told me there's black bears. I'm like, fuck. I don't know, like, what, what do, are black bears the nice ones? Like, are, what are the ones that attack DiCaprio? <laughs> That's what I, you know, the one in the, in the, reverend, is that, what, am I saying it right? And the bear just fucking jacks him up and just jumps all over him. I'm like, all right, I'm So now I'm thinking, wait, if, do I play a dead if I see a bear or do I run away? Is that, I don't know which one you're supposed to with the black bears, like, you know what I mean? Do you fight them? Is that the thing? You fight, you fight the black bears or you just outrun them or you play dead or, or, you, or you stand up straight to show them that you're not afraid. I don't know what to do. I have no wildlife skills with that stuff. So I'm hiking up the mountain and you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing people, other people on the way down, trailing off to different areas. And here we go. Here's the nice people of Vermont. You're all, you, you send them to the mountains. You send all these, these nice people to the mountains. Hello, sir. How are you? Not too bad. Lovely evening. Yes, it is. Right? Just off you go having a great time. And I set my timer for two hours because I didn't want it to be. No, I didn't. I, said, I sent it for an hour and a half because I wanted it to be. Like if I don't make it to the top, regardless, I'm just going to turn around and walk home. I'm going to walk back down because I don't be stuck. Because the whole mountain is enclosed under, in a forest, if that makes sense. So once the sun starts to go down, it's worse it's worse in a mountain because, like, the, the trees block off everything so that it just gets darker quicker. And I'm like, I'm not getting eaten by a mountain lion, which I, someone told me they had up there. So I said, like, I'll set my timer for an hour and a half and turn around. So I'm hiking up some tough parts, some easy parts, some, you know, some parts where I'm just sweating. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm, like, I'm exhausted at certain parts of it. Some parts were tougher. Passing everybody, saying hi. Everyone's on the way down. How are you? Not too bad. Again. So then all of a sudden, my alarm goes off on my phone. And I go, all right, I've, I've gone far enough. I don't want to be the guy that says, all right, well, what if, what if I just keep going? Surely the top's going to be here. Because you can't see the top because you're, you're buried in trees, like I said. So I turn around. And as I turn around, there's a, there's a woman walking up. Young woman, probably in her uh, late 20s, I'd say. Right? Very attractive. Very attractive woman in shape because she obviously hikes a lot. And of course, I thought I'd be a nice guy, which, you know, which I was. And I was kind of like, I don't know if anyone else is visiting the town like I was. So I go, hey, how are you? And she goes, not too bad. I go, are you okay? She goes, yeah, why? Like, she looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. I was like, no, no, no. I was just like saying it's about to get dark soon. So I I just didn't know if you, you know, you kind of want to start turning back soon because you don't want to be, you know, caught up here. So she goes, oh, no, no, no. I live here. I, I hike this all the time. And I go, well, how far is the top? She goes, it's right up here. It's right. It's maybe another 10 minutes away. So I go, ah, shit. All right, well, you you enjoy your hike. So I turn around and I go, but as I'm talking to her, like, I've noticed, like, she's taking a step back. So I I take a step back. So I don't want this woman, like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want to get maced. Right? Just because I'm trying to be nice to her, have a conversation. So, so I just go, I go, like, all right, well, you have a nice night. And, uh, she turned, she turned around to walk, and I was like, fuck. Like, I always set goals for myself, right? I don't give up. And I'm like, the top was right there. And I wanted to go back up, but I can't turn around now and start walking up behind her because she's going to be like, oh, shit. I'm like, ha you're by yourself, are you? And all of a sudden, just start running up behind her. So now, because, like, all because I didn't want to be inappropriate or scare somebody, I was like, all right, now I don't get to see the top of the mountain, which sucks. So I turn around. I walk down maybe 15 yards and I see two men walking up, an older guy and a younger guy, father and son, I'm assuming. And I go, all right, this is great. Now I can walk up right behind those guys. So I wait for them to pass me. And now she doesn't think, well, the creepy guy is here again. So I went up to the top, made it to the top, breathtaking view, again, on my Instagram there, turned around and I said, all right, I better start heading back down. Heading back down, it was getting really, really dark, really dark. So I barely got down just before uh, it got dangerously dark. Dangerously dark, is that a a thing? Anyway, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. Right, to the gym to work my legs. I was like, this whole walk was kind of like a warm-up instead of a stairmaster, and I get to the bottom of it. And I'm like, I get to the bottom, and I sit in my car, and I go to move my legs, and they just cramped up. I'm like, nope. My leg's like, you ain't going fucking nowhere, man. You ain't going nowhere. So I went right back to my... uh, right back to my hotel i had a bit of dinner i had a bit of dinner and then i uh then i finished up i went back to new york this weekend and uh i'd done something i hadn't done in a while like i hung out with young comics when i say young comics i mean like young as in the length of time they're doing it It doesn't necessarily mean their age and uh it was really fun man because I don't I don't watch comedy really when I go to clubs like, cuz I just kind of I worry about my set I go through my notes uh, I talk to people I haven't seen in a while or catch up with them and I don't really uh, I don't really watch comedy that much and uh, but I kind of was kind of cool to hang out with these younger guys you know they said do you want to get up and do a spot so I went to two, I went to one club by the way and I'm not going to name the names of the clubs but the whole audience they were very young like very young not my audience whatsoever and um, when I went up there, I started doing my set. They, instead of laughing, they were doing this, like clicking. Their, you know like beating it used to do at a poetry reading? I'm like, what the fuck? I said, what are you doing? And they're like, this is, this, is how, this is how we show we like your joke. And then I, I can't remember what I said, but then like, they started laughing. I go, that, that's it. That right there. That's what you do when you like a joke. Don't fucking. Clicking is it's weird to me. Weird to me. Then I went down to another venue, very small, small crowd, small venue. And I loved it. I had a great time. And then I headed over to uh, Gotham Comedy Club to watch my buddy Paul Verzi. Uh, Paul Verzi just killed it. He's had four shows at Gotham on Friday and Saturday. And he absolutely killed. If you get a chance. Go see Verzi. He is uh, on the rise. He is... Uh, He's got a lot of heat behind him, this guy. And we're managed by the same person, so it's good to support. Um, So speaking of shows, everybody, speaking of shows, this October 9th and 10th, I will be headlining Uncle Vinny's down in the Point Pleasant Air, New Jersey, the Jersey Shore. Come on down. I love that club. And stay with me here. October 17th, I am headlining the Stress Factory in Bridgeport. Not New Jersey. I'm headlining the stress, the stress Factory in Bridgeport. And then the next night, the 18th, I'll be there for two shows. I'll be headlining the Late Show on the 18th. But on the first show on the 18th, I'm opening for the very funny Welcome Back, uh, Mr. Artie Lang. Great to have him back again. And uh, so get all your tickets there. And if you have any comments, guys, you want to? Uh, I gotta get going. So if you want to uh, comment, send me any information. comedy on instagram that's where i'll be talking to you and um yeah i just want to thank you all for listening again and uh again i've no i've no uh no music so i will talk to you real soon all right take care guys thanks for listening the mcthomas podcast the mcthomas podcast